The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. Hello everyone, it's Dr. Shirley. Welcome to the annual year in review episode of the Forever Fab podcast, where I summarize some of the more momentous events that have shaped and changed our world this past year. This year, the year in review is brought to you by onthisday.com, and this is where much of the material comes from. So, www.onthisday.com. January of 2022 brought us on January 1st, the state funeral in Cape Town, South Africa for the anti-apartheid leader Archbishop Desmond Tutu. January 2nd, Israel becomes one of the first countries to offer a fourth vaccine dose against COVID-19 amid an Omicron surge. On January 3rd, America records 1 million new COVID-19 cases for the first time with Omicron accounting for an estimated 95% of these cases. On January 3rd, Apple becomes the first U.S. company to be worth $3 trillion in value after tripling its price in under four years. Yeah, how do they do that? (laughs) January 3rd, Elizabeth Holmes, the founder of the blood testing startup Theranos, is found guilty on four counts of fraud in San Jose, California. January 4th, the Canadian government announces $31.5 billion U.S. dollar settlement to fix and compensate for Indigenous child welfare system. It's the largest in its history, the largest payout in Canada's history. On January 5th, Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards pardons Homer Plessy for buying a whites-only train ticket in 1892. And that resulted in the U.S. Supreme Court case, Plessy versus Ferguson of 1896. (laughs) What was this Louisiana governor thinking? I'm not sure. January 5th, the state of emergency was declared across Kazakhstan amid unrest and protest against fuel prices. And 164 people were killed in three days. Tragic. Over fuel. On January 6th, Tennis world number one, Novak Djokovic's visa into Australia was canceled after an uproar over his COVID-19 vaccination exemption. I mean, I know he's an elite athlete, but why should he be different from any other human? January 7th, the first successful transplant of a pig's heart into a human when genetically modified pig's heart was inserted into a 53-year-old man in Baltimore, Maryland. I hope he's doing well. January 3rd, Three men convicted of murdering black jogger Ahmad Arbery in February 2020 were sentenced to life in prison in a Georgia court. 
January 10th, the cryptocurrency Binance CEO Changping Zhao is now one of the world's richest billionaires with a net worth of $96 billion, according to Bloomberg. Crypto, how about that? January 10th, the U.S. Mint issues quarter coins commemorating poet Maya Angelou, the first black woman to be depicted on a U.S. coin. All right, Maya, thank you. January 12th, UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson admits he attended a, quote, bring your own booze, end quote, staff party in May 2020 during the country's first (laughs) COVID lockdown. All right. January 13th, Australian records show that it's the hottest temperature on record of 50.7 degrees Celsius. That's 123.2 degrees Fahrenheit. And that was in Western Australia. January 13th, Britain's Prince Andrew was stripped of his military titles and royal patronages because allegedly, you know, he stripped inappropriately young girls. Anyway, Britain's uh, Prince Andrew was stripped of these uh, patronages and privileges by Buckingham Palace amid continuing sexual assault allegations. January 13th, California Governor Gavin Newsom blocks Robert F. Kennedy's assassination, Sirhan Sirhan's release on parole after 53 years in jail. January, January 13th, a landmark conviction of former Syrian intelligence officer Anwar Raslan for state-sponsored crimes against humanity in Germany. January 15th, an oil spill at Lampapia refinery off the Peruvian coast occurred after waves from a Tongan eruption caused almost 12,000 barrels to leak into the sea. It'll take a very long time to clean that up. January 15th, the underwater volcano Hunga Tonga, Hunga Haiapai, violently erupts with 20-kilometer ash plume, sending tsunami waves over nearby Tonga with shockwaves heard in New Zealand. Yeah, the environment, nature still trying to talk to us. January 18th, Indonesia's parliament approves a bill to relocate its capital to Borneo and announces the new city's name will be Nusantara, which means archipelago. January 18th, Microsoft says it's buying Activision Blizzard, the publisher of online games Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, and Candy Crush. And Microsoft says it's going to buy it for $70 billion. It would be the biggest ever gaming and tech takeover ever. January 19th, 5G cell phone service launches in the United States, but airlines are claiming it could interfere with airline technologies. Okay, what do we do about that? On January 20th, 19-year-old aviator Zara Rutherford becomes the youngest woman to fly solo around the world, landing at an airport in Belgium. January 24th, there's a coup in Burkina Faso. As military, as the military announced on television that they have overthrown President Rock Kabore after his failure to stem an Islamic insurgency. On January 25th, the Australian government buys the copyright to the Aboriginal flag designed by artist Harold Thomas, and they bought it for 20 million Australian dollars, which is an equivalent of about US 14 million dollars. January 30th, the Australian Open men's tennis results. Rafael Nadal wins his record 21st Grand Slam singles title. And at the end of January, January 31st, the online world puzzle Wordle was bought for, quote, a low seven-figure sum, end quote, by the New York Times. I, I, 
There's a lot of money going around and being distributed in this world. January was just one month of 2022. What happened in February? Well, February 1st, Tom Brady, at the age of 44, announced his retirement after a 22-year career and a record seven Super Bowl titles with the New England Patriots and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> that didn't last very long, as we shall, we shall see. February 1st, Queen Elizabeth Prize for Engineering went to, which it's kind of like the Nobel Prize for Engineering, but that was awarded to a Masato Sagawa, Sagawa, Sagawa for inventing the neo neodymium iron boron magnet. It's heady, heavy, heady. <laughs> Congratulations, Masato. February 2nd, more than 1 million Afghans fled the country for, uh, for Iran since October due to the country's economic crisis, according to immigration authorities, and they were threatening a new migrant crisis. February 3rd, Austria brings into force its vaccine mandate for all, and it's the first country in Europe to do so, to demand vaccinations for all. No exemptions. February 4th, the 24th Olympic Winter Games open in Beijing, China. February 5th, six days before his 50th birthday, the 11-time world surfing champion Kelly Slater wins his eighth pipeline title, beating the 22-year-old Hawaiian Seth Muniz in the final. All right. All right. That's awesome. February 6th, Ottawa Mayor Jim Watson declared a state of emergency over trucker protests against the COVID vaccination mandate on the U.S.-Canada border. Those truckers are free birds. I guess you can't tell them what to do. February 6th, Queen Elizabeth II becomes the first British monarch to celebrate a platinum jubilee. And that marked her 70 years on the throne. February 8th, the Horn of Africa, with its 13 million people who are now facing a humanitarian crisis amid a drought where the rainy season failed uh, three years in a row. And that was according to the UN World Food Program. On February 11th, Australia listed the koala bear as an endangered species for the first time in Queensland, New South Wales. And that was after a steep decline in the koala's numbers. February 17th, 28,000 women applied for 30 jobs for driving trains after they would advertise for women in Saudi Arabia for the first time. February 18th, the scientific study says that the sudden drop in emissions due to COVID-19 shutdowns actually caused a record rainfall in eastern China in 2020, and that rainfall killed hundreds. Wow. February 18th, Storm Eunice moved across Europe and the UK with gusts of 120 miles per hour, killing at least 17 and cutting off power to millions. February 20th, that was the day of the 64th Daytona 500. And uh, on the founder's birthday, the owner, Roger Penske, it was his 85th birthday, there was a 23-year-old rookie who uh, worked his way through numerous crashes, and uh, over the closing laps, he won over Bubba Wallace. February 20th, Britain's 95-year-old Queen Elizabeth tests positive for COVID-19. On February 20th, also, Ethiopia's Grand Renaissance Dam, Africa's controversial and biggest ever hydroelectric project on the Blue Nile, it actually began generating electricity on that day. Also, February 20th, Hannah Green of Australia becomes the first woman to win a mixed-gender golf tournament over 72 holes. February 21st, Australia's international border reopens to vaccinated tourists after 704 days, and that was nearly two years. February 21st, Colombia's Constitutional Court, its highest court, decriminalizes abortion. 
February 22nd, three white men convicted of killing black jogger Ahmad Arbery found guilty. They were found guilty of federal hate crimes in Georgia. On February 22nd, U.S. President Joseph Biden announced his sanctions against Russia, saying its latest moves against Ukraine amount to, quote, the beginning of a Russian invasion. Uh, yeah. February 22nd, the U.S. women's soccer players settled their lawsuit with the U.S. Soccer Federation for $24 million and a promise to equalize pay. Hmm. On February 26, scientists published findings into the quote-unquote lost continent. <clears throat> I'm going to see if I can say this lost continent's name. Balkanatolia. Balkanatolia. And that lost island allegedly linked southern Europe with Asia, providing a passageway for animal migrations. And that supposedly happened 35 to 38 million years ago. Wow. On February 28th, the UN landmark climate change report warns that climate change was outpacing human efforts to adapt, with the best case scenario being a rise of 1.5 degrees Celsius. 14% of species face, quote unquote, a very high risk of extinction. Folks, climate change is real. I don't think that's, like, up to an opinion anymore. Okay, what happened in March of 2020? March 1st, a cargo ship carrying 4,000 luxury Volkswagen Group cars sinks off the Portuguese Azores archipelago two weeks after it caught fire. On March 8th, Florida State Senate passes the controversial, quote, parental rights and education bill, end quote, also known as the Don't Say Gay Bill. Restricting teachers from discussing gender identity. I'm not sure what's going to happen to Florida because it's getting weird. On March 8th, the Scottish First Minister, Nicola Sturgeon, formally apologizes to the 4,000 Scots, mostly women, accused of witchcraft between 1563 and 1736. I mean, they just didn't understand the women and their talents and gifts and superpowers, probably. They just, they just didn't understand them back then. I think they probably still don't understand that stuff these days. March 9th, the stolen notebooks belonging to the naturalist Charles Darwin, including his famous Tree of Life sketch, that mysteriously was returned after 22 years. And it was returned, finally, to the Cambridge University Library. On March 12th, Saudi Arabia executes 81 convicted criminals, the country's largest known mass execution in modern times. Moment of silence for that one. On March 13th, after a 40-day retirement, yeah, the record-breaking quarterback Tom Brady announces he will play at least one more season in the NFL with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They probably made him an offer he could not refuse. March 14th, Dolly Parton removes herself from the ballot for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, saying, quote, I don't feel that I have earned that right, end quote. March 15th, the Architecture's Pritzker Prize was awarded to Francis Carré from Burkina Faso. Congratulations, Francis. March 16th, the United States Federal Reserve raises interest rates for the first time since 2018 by a quarter of a point to help ease rising price of inflation. On March 21st, Katanji Brown-Jackson's Supreme Court confirmation hearings begin in Washington, D.C. 
On March 22nd, microplastics found in human blood for the first time through new research that was conducted at a university in Amsterdam in the Netherlands. March 23rd, Brian Houston, an Australian founder of the megachurch Hillsong, resigns after an internal investigation found that he breached their code of conduct with two women. Brian was being greedy. March 27th, the 94th Academy Awards. CODA wins the Best Film and Best Director Jane Campion, Best Actress Jessica Chastain, and Best Actor, by the way, who ruined it for everybody, Will Smith, because he controversially slapped the host, Chris Rock, live on stage and live on like national television, perhaps even international. Shame on you, Will Smith. March 28th. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signs the so-called Don't Say Gay Bill, which limited and limits LGBTQ plus classroom instruction. Shame on you, Ron DeSantis. March 29th, United States President Joe Biden signs the Emmett Till Anti-Lynching Act into law. Finally! (sighs) Making lynching a federal hate crime after 200 attempts to pass similar legislation since 1900. I mean, really, folks... Really? March 30th, Bruce Willis announces he's stepping away from acting after a diagnosis of aphasia. On March 31st, the first truly complete sequence of a human genome published by the Telomere to Telomere Consortium or T2T Consortium. That was actually published after a breakthrough, multiple breakthroughs and new technology. So that means that previously just over 90% of the human genome was coded. Cool, right? April, on April 4th, Elon Musk buys 9.2% of the Twitter stock, making him the company's largest shareholder. April 6th, scientists claim to have found dinosaur remains. And that dinosaur was killed on the actual day a giant asteroid struck the Earth 66 million years ago before their extinction. And that was at a uh, fossil site in North Dakota. On April 7th, Katanji Brown-Jackson becomes the first black woman to be confirmed by the U.S. Senate to the Supreme Court in a 53-47 to vote. She made it. Congratulations, Judge Jackson. On April 8th, the first all-private space flight, Axiom 1, launches to the International Space Station. I don't know who went on that one. Also on April 8th, the U.S. Academy of Motion Picture of Arts and Sciences bans Will Smith from attending the Oscars for 10 years. And that was his punishment after he slapped the host Chris Rock on stage during the 2022 ceremony. On April 10th, the Pakistani Prime Minister Imran Khan was removed from power after losing a no-confidence vote in Parliament. On April 12th, the terrorist attack on the New York subway injured 26 people, 10 by gunfire, and the suspect was arrested a day later. Good job, Terrorist Task Force and NYPD. April 13th, at least 448 people killed after heavy rains and flooding in a province in South Africa, which was named, according to authorities, as one of the worst weather storms in the history of their country. On April 19th, the United States Biden administration restored the climate impacts and community decrees, then they say that the National Environmental Policy Act must be reinstated, which it was because it was previously removed by Donald Trump. On April 19, the U.S. inflation mark hits 8.5%, and that's the highest since 1981, and it was driven by a rise in gas prices, a rise in rent, and a rise in food prices. Oh, 
April 20th, the online streaming service Netflix suffered its first subscriber loss in a decade, and they lost over 200,000 customers between January and March. On April 21st, the ex-president of Honduras, Juan Orlando Hernandez, was extradited to the United States to face drug trafficking and weapons charges. April 23rd, the 59th Venice Biennial Contemporary Art Exhibit opens, and there were 80 participants. On April 24th, the French President Emmanuel Macron wins his re-election, defeating National Rally's Marine Le Pen. She was, he and he was the first sitting president re-elected in 20 years. On April 25th, Charlotte Bronte's Book of Rhymes was written when she was 13, and that sold at auction in New York for $1.25 million, and it was sold to the Friends of the National, the Friends of the National Libraries for the Bronte Parsonage Museum. On April 25th, the first airport for electric flying cars and large drones was built by Urban Airport, and that begins operation in Coventry, England, on April 25th, 2022. Also on April 25th, Twitter announced a deal to sell itself to Elon Musk for $44 billion. Yes, I said B with B, 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 billion, $44 billion. On April 27, the Italian foot, women's footballers finally turned professional at the Italian Football Federation changes the status of the top division and ends the cap on amateur salaries. Yay! That was supposed to take place on July 1st. On April 27th, SpaceX launches its Crew Dragon capsule with four astronauts, including Jessica Watkins, and she becomes the first black woman to serve extended missions on International Space Station. On April 30th, Jackie Hunt Bro Sarma sets the world record for running 104 consecutive marathons in 104 days. There, there's, there's more. 104 consecutive marathons in 104 days after surviving cancer with a prosthetic leg. She's our teacher. Here comes May, May 3rd. A heat wave continues across North and Central India, disproportionately affecting the poor, with March and April temperatures being the hottest ever recorded in 122 years in India. On May 3rd, the U.S. government says that the WNBA player, Brittany Griner, was wrongfully detained in Russia after being taken into custody when drugs, quote-unquote drugs, were found in her luggage in February 2022. On May 4th, the first of its kind of a study of transgender children by Princeton University found that transitioning people aged 3 to 12, transitioning children aged 3 to 12, that study found that the vast majority of those children continue to identify with their new gender well after five years. On May 4th, the United States Federal Reserve makes its largest interest rate increase since 2004, and that was an increase of 0.5%, again, attempting to combat the fastest rate of inflation in four decades. Four decades. On May 5th, Karine Jean-Pierre was appointed the White House Press Secretary to President Joseph Biden, and she's the first black and out LGBTQ plus person in that role. May 7th, an Afghan, Afghan women were issued a decree to cover their faces in public, meaning the hijab had to reach from head to toe by the Ministry for the Propagation of Virtue and Prevention of Vice, or her male guardian would face criminal punishment. Incredulous. May 8th, British actor uh, Nikuti Gatwa was named as the first black actor to play Doctor Who. 
replacing Jodie Whittaker in a long-running BBC sci-fi drama. And uh, Nakuti Gatwa is the 14th Doctor of Doctor Who. On May 8th, the Thai government announced it will give away 1 million cannabis plants to households to mark a new rule allowing people to grow it at home. May 9th, an Andy Warhol portrait of Marilyn Monroe sells for 195 million U.S. dollars at an auction in New York, and that's the highest price ever paid for an American piece of art. I guess people love Marilyn. May 9th, Navajo American composer Raven Chacon receives the Pulitzer Prize in music for his work, Voiceless Mass. On May 10, Apple ends its production of its iPod music player after 20, 21 years. I still miss it. Again on May 10th, for the first time, Prince Charles delivers the Queen's speech at the state opening of the UK Parliament. He was probably chomping at the bit, waiting decades so he can... Take on the role. May 10th, Tom Brady agreed to a record 10-year, $375 million deal to be Fox Sports' lead analyst when he finally decides to retire. And that surpasses his $303 million deal that the quarterback earned in salary during his NFL career. May 10th, the U.S. reports the highest rate of gun-related deaths in 24 years in 2020, according to the CDC with firearm homicides increasing 35% to 6.1 deaths per 100,000 people nationwide. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. May 11th, Al Jazeera journalist Shireen Abu Akleh was shot and killed by Israeli forces in the city of Jenin in the West Bank. On May 12th, the first images published of the supermassive black hole Sagittarius A that lies at the heart of the Milky Way was captured by the Event Horizon Telescope Collaboration. May 14th, May 14th, an 18-year-old gunman that kills 10 people and wounds three at the top supermarket in East Buffalo, New York, went wild in a racially motivated attack. May 14th, U.S. records show that 1 million COVID-19 deaths were marked and the White House was ordering flags to fly at half-mast throughout that weekend. On May 15th, Finland's government says it intends to apply to join NATO following the Russian invasion of Ukraine, ending decades of neutrality. On May 16th, Sweden also formally announces it will seek to join NATO after 200 years of neutrality in the wake of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. On May 16th, U.S. President Joe Biden approves a redeployment of several hundred U.S. ground troops to Somalia, reversing a decision by President Donald Trump. On May 18th, amid a nationwide U.S. baby formula shortage, President Joe Biden invokes the Defense Production Act, requiring suppliers to fulfill orders to baby formula manufacturers first. May 19th, Mercedes confirms the sale of the world's most expensive car, a 1955 Mercedes-Benz SLR Coupe for 135 million euros. That's approximately 142 million U.S. dollars. May 19th, Oklahoma passes a bill banning nearly all abortions, and it's the most restrictive bill in the country. Oklahoma. May 22nd, a report was released on sexual abuse in the U.S. Southern Baptist Convention. It's the country's largest Protestant denomination. 
and it details 20 years of suppressing numerous allegations of sexual abuse. Anyway, May 23rd, New York City removes its last public payphone in Midtown Manhattan, and they will become a part of a museum display. May 23rd, U.S. President Joe Biden says for the first time he would be willing to use force to defend Taiwan against a Chinese invasion. May 23rd, U.S. President Joe Biden again with countries including India, South Korea, and Japan launches the Indo-Pacific Economic Framework in Tokyo, and it's an economic alliance of Asia-Pacific nations to counter Chinese influence. On May 24th, 19 children and two, ch- and two teachers were shot and killed at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas by an 18-year-old madman Goodman. May 24th, American rock band Aerosmith cancels its plan- planned Las Vegas concerts in June and July as a result of singer Steven Tyler returning to drug rehab. May 28th marks the 75th Cannes Film Festival. May 29th marks the Indianapolis 500. May 29th, a man disguised as an elderly elderly disabled woman goes to the museum, the Louvre in Paris, and throws cake at the Mona Lisa. The painting was undamaged. I'm not sure I can say the same about the man disguised as an elderly disabled woman. May 31st, the lost 3,400-year-old Bronze Age city was unearthed on the Tigris River, Iraq due to drought, and it's likely part of the Mitanni Empire, and that included well over 100 cuneiform tablets. Wow. A lot happening the first six months of 2022. There's more. We have another six months of 2022. You've been listening to the Year in Review, part one on the Forever Fab podcast. Stay tuned for the Year in Review, part two. As always, if you love this episode of the Forever Fab podcast, please share it and subscribe to the feed. Listen to past episodes or check out who's coming up next on foreverfabpodcast.com. If you enjoy listening to the Forever Fab podcast and you want more, get more audio and visuals with a membership through Patreon. Choose the gold, platinum, or diamond tier for premium added content, special co-hosts, lifestyle videos, branded merchandise, and maybe even private access to my clubhouse by visiting patreon.com slash foreverfab. If you're a founder or you represent a beauty brand and you want to be featured on an episode of the Forever Fab podcast segment of 15 Minutes of Fab, send me some stuff. Visit foreverfabpodcast.com and fill out the contact form. For general holistic beauty tips or to set up an appointment with me to discuss your personalized options for leveling up your beauty, visit elementsandgraces.com and sign up for my newsletter or just give us a call. And for an online e-consultation on time, anytime, and on your time, visit clicklift.com for your wellness, plastic surgery, beauty, and wellness questions on the go. That's click, C-L-I-C-K dash lift.com. It's time for the elevated house call. Jet Set Beauty Rx offers beauty on-call services near your home or other domicile, delivering beauty in the privacy of a medically equipped mobile aesthetics unit. Reserve your appointment at jetsetbeautyrx.com. 
Thank you for listening to this week's Forever Fab podcast episode. Until next time, stay beautiful and fabulous inside and out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place.